Ladies and gentlemen, I probably could pull off announcing this next match by myself. I am a man of many talents, but it just, it just, it feels a little bit too much with a five-round match, and it's from a galaxy far, far away. So who better to announce this Star Wars championship match with me than the one, the only, the author of Why We Love Star Wars? Please welcome Mr. Ken Napsar! Alex. There you are. Ken Knapsack. Wow, looking very limber in your young age. Ah, uh, now that's gonna be a big chiropractic bill in the morning, Mark. <laughs> Happy to be here calling this big match, but I, you know, uh, I, I, I just happy to be here with you. Oh, this feels Yeah, fantastic. happy to be here with you. We travel the country together. Yes, we do. Um, you know, I put on your suspenders earlier. It's, it's been touching. A lot of fun. <laughs> but we've got a big match. We've got a promo for this match. Uh, we, would you like to tee it up for the kids? Let us see how we got here in this big Star Wars championship match. Who's ready for some matches, huh? Who's feeling good? Ken Knapsack is here. Joseph Scrimshaw's in the house. From Star Wars Explained, Alex Damon is here. I'm here for redemption. I want to try again. And your winner, Alex Damon! He's done it. The kid plays with work for the belt. He's unable to fulfill his duties, and so it's all yours. Oh, I think I need to earn it. Could you, yeah, just put out some feelers, find someone that thinks they could take me on? I'm not gonna feel like it's really mine until I face Sam. Start writing some real Star Wars questions. That belt is mine. I'm gonna go win it in there. The harder you make it, the stronger you make me, Ken. I want another shot at Alex. M68, nice, right? Damon right now, a lot of people think he's unbeatable. Do you still want that match with Whitworth? Of course I do. Uh, Christian, you got some work to do. Ken, Joseph, and Ken were doing this dance, and that was the case for a little bit, uh, but I think yesterday it changed that. I think we some, found some new stars in Molly Damon. I think we found a new star with Andy Blanchard. I think we found a new star with, how about the patron, Andrew Dimalanta? Right? And last, but certainly not least, she became a superstar yesterday. That's Laura Kelly. Laura Kelly was phenomenal. We need to find a number one contender for that Star Wars championship. Uh, and we got two competitors here today. Andrew Demolanta, who was a patron. He made it to the five-way and came in second right after Scrimshaw. But Laura Kelly, who I found on Twitter, she is ready and she wants to take on Dimolanta, who's also very hungry to face Alex Dane. Bid Fortuna. Bid Fortuna. 725 to 1. 725 to 1. That's correct. A speeder bike? Incorrect. We're looking for an ATAT. If Andrew hits it, he goes to play Alex Damon for the title. Two. Don't got it. And you're
Laura Kelly takes the win. She's playing Alex Damon for the title. I think she absolutely has a pretty good shot to take out Damon if she's focused. Somebody's got to take down Damon. It, it may not be me. It may not be Andrew, but it's it's got to be somebody. Hopefully we're the first of the new generation of Star Wars competitors, first of many. Kid, you see that promo and you think, I mean, you see Laura Kelly, she really uh, won the hearts of a lot of Star Wars fans. She won that epic match in Chicago at Star Wars Celebration to get her into the match against Andrew Dimolata, and then she ends up beating him, and now she finds herself here. But does she have any shot against Alex Damon? What says a guy who's went the distance in a Star Wars match? Uh, what says a guy who was basically retired by Alex Damon, and I think I have a little bit left in me, I, I, I'm going to try to revenge that, but this Ooh. isn't about that. Uh, Laura... Laura, absolutely, she, she hosts the Force Toast podcast with Alice. She, she knows this stuff, and this is going to be one of those things that comes down probably to, to just a little slip-up, a blank. My, my Tivic moment comes to mind, where it's a character I knew, and you just, in the moment, you blank. That's how good she is, and this is the first time. This is new, or a new arena for the Star Wars Championship uh, title picture. Alex Damon's dominated for a while. We had, he had the uh, win over Bruce Green after Whitwer couldn't compete. Uh, you know, he's gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, the great Procrastinator. Uh, uh, Procrastinator is not a word. That's it's not a, a word. I mean, I, I start with the one-syllable ones. Your yes. does, your ands, and then I work my way up. I, uh, I didn't actually write my book. I had 12 monkeys and a <laughs> typewriter put it together. Um, Joseph Scrimshaw is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, to defeat Joseph and all of his knowledge, Alex, that, that, that was Alex's proven ground. But do not sell Laura Kelly short. She knows what she's doing. I've been looking and talking with her backstage. She's confident. She's collected. And Alex is a lot on the line as the defending well, champion. Well, that's the question. Because as you pointed out, many Bothans have died trying to conjure information to defeat Alex Damon in yep. Star Wars trivia. And that's both in the movie Trivia Schmodown and what he does at Dragon Con every year. Now, yep. my question question to you, does it become old hat for Alex after a while? Because we, we keep saying, oh, the New England Patriots, they're finally done. The 1920s New York Yankees that you and I were child for in the outer stands, we, we mm. said they can, it's not like they're going to do it again, but they managed to keep putting it together. So does Alex get tired of winning at some point? Yeah, by the way, Bill Dickey was actually one of the best Major League Baseball catchers and a lost treasure of the 1920s. But uh, no, Alex is backstage, knows the stuff he's been studying, but he's got that, that nervous kind of like, and he, and he turned to me at a point, he goes, look, you've been performing for a long time. Do you ever stop getting nervous? And I was, you know, no, I pee my pants at least once before a show, and that shows that you're supposed to be here. So Alex is definitely ready. All right. Were you feeling ready for the match? Sure, see. Sure, sir, I am. Then it's time for the movie trivia showdown. <laughs> Handling the introduction duties is the golden throat, the multisyllabic impersonations of Ken Knapsack. <laughs> Introducing first. Led to the ring by her manager, Alice. With a record of one win and one defeat, the number one ranked Star Wars contender, the Luminous Laura Kelly! The fans love her, Ken, and that is the mark of a great manager bringing champagne. Preparing for the upset. 
Pour it, pour it, pour it. This is, uh, this is what I do to predict Brad Pitt's age every time. This is, uh, this is a great thing there. That's right. It looks like a little bit of uh, either uh, some sort of throw lozenge or perhaps a pot edible. A little bit of the, the bubbly, as our friend Chris Jericho would say. Don't do death sticks, kids. And her opponent led to the ring by his wife, Molly Damon, with a record of four wins, one defeat, and two knockouts. He is the reigning, defending, undefeated Star Wars champion of the world, Alex the Puberty. Here comes Alex Damon. Oh look, he, he, he's letting uh, he, he's letting that kid walk his build to the ring. What a nice what a champion. Moment. Look at that. What a nice moment for that young man. What a champion Alex there. And, Molly. and it just what a moment that warms your heart, Ken. You gotta wonder how many matches, how many championships do you win before you let random children carry your belt? Onto the stage. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get to find out. I didn't get to find you out. You almost did, but you fell like many others at the hands of Alex Damon. So <laughs> the champagne is ready. They did not wait to put it on ice. Uh, Laura, if I may ask you, how are you feeling about today's match? I'm feeling great. I, uh, it was like a year ago, I was just obliterating barfuls of Star Wars uh, tr pub trivia people. So I'm, I'm very happy to be here. You're like the Mandalorian of Star Wars trivia. You go town to town, bar to bar, and now you find yourself at the Schmodown Spectacular Four against Alex Damon. Good to see you again, sir. My chair is sinking. Yeah. I'm going to stand. <laughs> yeah, <do a> <laughs> Must have been perpetuated yeah, yeah, yeah. by some sort of evil Sith energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Alex, you feeling good? You ready to go? But despite your chair malfunction? Punch it. Uh, it sounds good to me. And Laura, are you ready to go? Ready. Then let's get ready to schmodown! The rules for round number one. The field of competitors will hear 10 questions in round number one. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There's no stealing in round one. Simply write down your best attempt at an answer within the 15 seconds provided. Once you do, we'll ask you by name to reveal your answer to the crowd and verbalize it into the microphone for us. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the five-round match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want us to repeat it, you want to buy yourself some time for dramatic purposes, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the five-round match. All challenges will be ruled by Ken Knapsack, unless it's about Return of the Jedi, in which case I'll handle it. <laughs> All right. So for round number one, we're underway. First question comes from the world of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. The movie is not appearing here today, but thank you. The film Revenge of the Sith, who opts to console Anakin by mentioning his story about his mother and the Sand People? And we're off uh, running. <laughs> we, we refer to them as Tusken Raiders now, Mark. I'm there. sorry, did I say the wrong word? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm a, unlike some people, I'm a fan of sand. Hi. Four, 
Three, two, one. Pens down, going to you first, Alex Damon. What do you have? Sheev Palpatine. We'll take that and... Palpatine. Laura had Palpatine as well. There we go, off and running. First name is Sheev. Question two comes in the category of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> to whom is Qui-Gon Jinn speaking when he says, whenever you gamble, my friend, eventually you'll lose? You, uh, you find that to be true in your life? Uh, yeah, man. absolutely. The Wheel of Fortune slots over at the Riviera got me for decades. That's uh, <laughs> why I actually have a low credit score now. Glad you made it back home. Mm. Five, four, three, two, one. Wara. Watto. It is, in fact, Watto. Did Alex have it? Watto. Yes, he did. There you go. Two, two. <laughs> your next question comes from Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And your question, according to Chirrut, the strongest stars have hearts. That was the Schmodown robot. In the film Rogue One, according to Chirrut, the strongest stars have hearts of what? You ever have artichoke hearts? Uh. I heard they're poisonous. No. Is that true? Yeah, no, they don't. I see them on a lot of menus. Don't have them at Del Taco. Five, four, three, two, one. Alex. Kyber. That is correct. And Laura. Kyber. Also All had right, Kyber. All tied up. <clears throat> Question four comes in the category of Episode Four: A New Hope. A lot of old people out there. That's great. <laughs> Who claims that attacking the Death Star is more like suicide than courage? Do you remember 1977? I do not. I was okay. born in 1980. Mm -hmm. I was six months away from being a millennial. I was 32. In, in 77, you're 32. <laughs> Three, that two, checks out. one. Fans are down. We're looking for answers uh, starting with Laura. Laura. Han Solo. That's correct. Alex Damon. Han Solo. All right, tied up at four. And as we near the halfway point of round number one, uh, your next question in the world of Solo, a Star Wars story brought to you by Denny's. Your question, what card game do Han and Lando play in Solo, a Star Wars story? I did have fun at Denny's doing those, oh, uh, those, those uh, Jedi Council shows. Yeah, they they fed us they fed you those with pancakes full of space evil. Little popping sugar things on yeah. the pancake. Here, kids, have some Pop Rocks pancakes. That's not going to make you go nuts. Five, four, three, two, one. Alex. Sabak. It is sure Sabak. Right. Does Laura have it? Sabak. Sabak. All right. They both pronounced it like that, so I'm going to accept it. Question six comes in the category of episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Who is the first character to admit having, quote, a bad feeling about this in The Empire Strikes Back? Oh, I like that. I like that yeah, question a that's lot. That's pretty much what I said every day of junior high going to school. <laughs> on the way? Wait, did you yeah. ride the bus or did you have your uh, a parent drop you off? I had a hitchhike, but getting there was the problem. <laughs> Third option. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Laura. Leia. That, is, that is Leia and Alex. Leia. He's got Where it. There you got it. Look at that. 
All right, we move on to Christian Harloff's favorite Star Wars movie, Attack of the Clones. And your question, for one point, who interrupts Shmi's Skywalker's funeral with an urgent message? It's not who the message is from, who delivers. The urgent message. I was uh, interrupting my uh, Uber Eats deliverer with an urgent message. Get here faster last Remember night. Remember when Christian Rubalcaba got his burgers? That was the most the clutch best. Uber Eats of all time? <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Alex. R2-D2. The That's greatest correct. hero in the galaxy. That is correct. Laura? R2-D2. She had it as well. <clears throat> We're tied up at seven. You know, Mark, I have, a, I have a lot of supporters in the audience, and here's where I lose them all. Question eight comes in the category of my second favorite Star Wars film and the deepest one yet ever made, The Last Jedi. <laughs> what color... Is the plum bloom lapel of the master codebreaker that Maz sends Finn and Rose to find in Canto Bight? You know, it, I do have a great memory of The Last Jedi because we yeah. were lucky enough to go to the premiere and I was sitting next to you. Yes. And when, you know, you Luke saw. does his thing, I'm like, he made it. And then and tears. Then the rest of the movie happened. Tears. I was like, sorry, tears. I got carried away. Tears. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Laura. Red. It is That's red. Correct. Does Alex have it? Red. It is red. red. We're all set up going into. All right, nine. Ken. One gets the feeling we just wasted our time. We could just go right to the final question and see who gets Should it. But be. We'll keep pointing out. We, we are working on two perfect rounds. If we have uh, 10 points each, a perfect score for each competitor, we will ask a bonus question. Your penultimate question, round number one, comes from Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens. Yeah! And your question Who plays Supreme Leader Snoke? You will have three seconds to write down this. <laughs> <laughs> you excited about your uh, your boy coming back? I absolutely if it is, am. Him? Yeah. If indeed it is. It is. Five, four, three, two, one. Alex Damon. Andy Circus. It is Andy Circus. Does Laura have it? Andy Circus. She does. Look at this. All right, Mark. Let's set the stage here. We're going into our 10th and final question in round one. It's a Patreon question, but before we get to that, both our competitors have nine correct answers out of nine questions asked. So uh, we are looking for uh, potential perfect rounds from both competitors with a bonus question forthcoming. However, this is a Patreon question, so the following question comes to you from Jeremy Hastings. Yay, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, is Jeremy. Is that Jeremy Hastings? J T. H, J-T-H out there. Jeremy Hastings, the Lamar Jackson of patrons. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, he has given us a question in the category of, sit down now, Star Wars Episode Six: The Return of the Jedi. Three characters are mentioned in the opening crawl of Return of the Jedi. Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and which other character? Ooh, ooh. Me. Mm, 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 Pick mm, me. Mm, mm, Call on mm, me. Mm. Still my favorite Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Chief Wicket comes back, right? All right. <laughs> Looking Five, for answers. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. Laura. Job of the Hut. It is job perfect of the round. Alex. The vile gangster. Win. Job of the Hut. All right. There got it. There we go. Look he at is that. Indeed a vile gangster. All right. So, mm -hmm. Alex. And Laura, Damon and Kelly tied at 10, so uh, we're going to use the whiteboards for the bonus question, and it will work just like a normal question. You get a point, no penalty for missing it. Your bonus question. What is the first object 
Luke Skywalker is shown moving telekinetically using the Force. And I see his Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> we, are Spaceballs questions legal in this? I, I've term? campaigned for years to make them, so I... Pepper one in there. You all wouldn't mind, right? Yeah. Five, right. four, three, two, one. Pens down. Alex Damon. His lightsaber. We got it. It is his lightsaber. Does Laura have it? I got rocks. Oh! So close. He does move some rocks in the movie, but he kills that Wampa with the lightsaber. And with that, we finally have an incorrect answer. Alex Damon and Laura Kelly, 11 to 10, going into round number two. Ken, here comes the wheel round. Here comes the wheel. The wheel. The wheel. Nothing but the wheel. Alex Parzonia. Alex Parzonia, whose uh, delightful music you can find Mm -hmm. wherever you enjoy streaming your tunes. Laura, Alex, here's how round two works. Each one of you gets a spin at the wheel from the wheel, not the pegs. Once you settle on a category, you're going to hear five questions in that world. Your first and last and every other question is worth two points. However, if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Keep in mind that stealing is available in round number two. And with that, Alex Damon has a one-point lead. So, Alex, you have the option. Would you like to spin first or defer to your champagne-sipping opponent? I will invite Laura to spin first. All right. All right. Here comes Laura. Now, this is the... And, Laura, if you could tell us, if you could tell us what you spin... You're ready. I like that spin. You're not trying to yeah, show off muscle. Absolutely. You're just trying to get the wheel around a few times. Thank you, R. And Mark, this is sponsored by Reef Tent, right? Oh, Uh-oh. boy. Uh-oh. That's okay. A wedge fell. We know what movie it is. Is it the wedge? What do we got? What movie is it? Okay. Would you like to spin again? If, if, if so, we'll put this back on. Put the wedge back on. Yeah. And I would like to, while Laura's making her decision, this uh, is a sponsored wheel, and it is by our dear friend, Reefdon. Let Reefdon hear it. <laughs> Reefdon sponsoring. His sponsored wheel slices are the Phantom Menace and Return of the Jedi. Now, Laura, you have a decision in front of you. Attack of the Clones. Keep it or spin again? She's she going to stay on Attack okay. of the Clones. She's going to stay on Attack of the Clones here. All right. As Alex tries to patch up the wheel. Thank you, Alex. Did the wheel die of a broken heart? All right. Well, we know what movie it is. Okay. That wheel's lasted longer than my first two marriages combined, but (laughs) it's a good one. Uh, Laura, when Ken is done lamenting his past romantic failures, he will ask you your five Attack of the Clones. All right, Laura, five questions in the category of Attack of the Clones. Don't forget you have multiple choice available and all three of your JT rules. Named after famed macaroni and cheese reviewer Josh Tapia. First question. How many times the normal aging rate do clones age? Twice. Do I need to write it down? You can just tell us. You are good. You can just tell us. Twice is correct. There we go. Two points. Two points. All right. In Attack the Clones, what Jedi Master does Jango Fett blast off the balcony in the Petronaki Arena on Geonosis? This. Coleman Trabor? That is correct. Almost won the war. Alex Damon nods his approval. All right. 
sticking in the course to attack the clones in this fine picture. Obi-Wan learns that Kamino is beyond the outer rim just outside of what galaxy? The Rishi Maze. That's two more points. This is the movie where Yoda has the lightsaber? Uh, you know, it's the one where he drinks the uh, bone broth or something like that. Um, question four. Question four. Who was the assassin that almost took out Senator Amidala after her arrival on Coruscant? Zam Wessel. That is correct. Zam Wessel, two points. This is very impressive. Final question in this round, Laura. You have been perfect so far in this round. In Attack of the Clones, what is the name of the youngling that Yoda asks to pull the shades so that they may see better the star chart that Obi-Wan had brought them all? Liam. Two more points! Wow. That is one of the more wow. impressive displays. Great round. I've ever seen. It, it, one has to wonder, Ken, why did Laura delay so long before taking Attack of the Clones? She sees that movie. You know, well. it's, it's an interesting, you're, you're like, how much do I know? What are they going to ask? And how much does Alex not know about that is, is one of the, is the questions that goes through. All right. Well, All right, Alex gonna now spin. has his spin. And there he goes. It's a good spin. See, spin Alex Damon spin also representing in. Force Toast. Yeah, which Check is, it out uh, wherever you enjoy well, your broadcast. Yeah, and Laura's representing Star Wars Explained. It's, it's some synergy Oh, I, I just it's, noticed yeah. that. Here it comes. And Alex, please tell us what the wheel settles on once it does. What do you got? What did you spin, sir? Heroes and Heroes villains. and villains. He's going to He's going to go again. again. He either doesn't like heroes or loves villains too much. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, look, sometimes you just want to limit it to one movie as opposed yeah. to the entire canon of films. Right, you want to narrow focus here. Look or sometimes that. you just love spinning that wheel. It's, it does get addicting. It's really fun. Heroes and, heroes villains, and villains, it is. Look heroes at that. Heroes and villains. All look right. at that. Sometimes the force hey. does the work for you. Spun away from it. All right, Alex, five questions in the world of heroes and villains. Your first question, what was the name of the rebel pilot group that flew snow speeders during the Battle of Hoth? Rogue Squadron. Yes, it was. All right, two points for Alex, and he cuts the lead to seven. Your next question, <laughs> I love this one. How many horns? does Darth Maul have on his head <laughs> in The Phantom Menace? Ten. Oh, you were all laughing, but that's it right! It is ten. It is. That's right! Ten. Maybe that's why Qui-Gon died. He was too busy. One, two, three, go! <laughs> all right, Alex. Your next question, your third of five. What does K2SO say his specialty is? Strategic analysis. Wow, look at that. Two more points Two for Alex. more points. And he is careening towards Laura Kelly's impressive two-round total of 20 points. Alex, your penultimate question. In The Force Awakens, name the spy that reports BB-8's presence in Maz's castle to the First Order. Bazin Natal. Duh. Two, four, <laughs> points. 
two points. Two points. And your last question. In the world of heroes and villains, to take a one-point lead over Laura Kelly going into round number three, in the Clone Wars, what is the name of the clone trooper that panicked during the aerial dogfight while trying to help Obi-Wan? Oddball. It is that wacky oddball. Oddball. Twenty. You know, nice guy on the ground. You get him in an aeroplane. You don't know which way he's zigging or zagging. So Alex Damon, 21. Laura Kelly, 20. A very impressive display by both competitors thus far. And as we get into round number three, this is the betting round. That's why your whiteboards are still there. So we're going to have Alex spin at the wheel in just a second here. Once we settle on a category, uh, we'll ask one question from that category. Before we ask the question, please write down your wager as to how confident you are in said category. You may wager as many as three points. You may wager as little as zero points. Once you write down your wager and we have everything settled, we'll ask the question. Once we ask the question, write down your best attempt at an answer. If you get the question correct, you gain as many points as you wagered. If you get that question wrong, you lose as many points as you wagered. So remember what Qui-Gon said to the, the flying guy. Alex, you may spin the wheel at your ready to determine the category. Good spin. I, I happen to know Alex Damon's been working out in his home gym, and you can just tell. The, the, he the, looks the, like the a Bowflex guy. Yeah, it spins going good. I have him for a Bowflex. I have Laura for a Peloton for Christmas. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Heroes and villains? All right. All right. We got plenty of questions. Uh, heroes and villains, before Ken asks you the question, please write down your, uh, your point wager. And try not to let your opponent see it, but if you can let me see it, that'd be fantastic. From zero points to three points. All right, Laura, got yours. And Alex, gotcha. Okay. Three into two. All and right. Napsok, at your ready. All right. The In. General Nadine to my Mon Mothma. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I like his beard. All right. In The Empire Strikes Back, who had the call sign of Rogue Four? Boy, you know how to pick them, huh? I like to see people sweat. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're sitting next to me. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. All right. Alex, how many points did he wager? Three. He wagered three points. And your answer? Derek Hobby Clivian. Three points. Three points for, for Alex. Alex. Damn, that is correct. And Laura, how many points did you wager? I, I did two. I don't have it. Uh, she had two, two and she didn't two. have it. Boy, that's a, that's a right. costly miss here, Ken, because you give Alex Damon a little bit of headway, and he's usually going to take advantage. Now, yeah. we move into round number four. For round number four, the speed round, Ken, you're going to read them the rules, and I am going to head over to the stage. All right. The rounds, uh, the rules are pretty simple here in the speed round. As uh, Jar Jar said, steady, steady now. Uh, here's the rules. You get five questions. I'm going to ask them in a rapid-fire kind of way. Mark Ellis is going to be over there judging. Uh, the questions are worth one point each. You have two seconds to answer after buzzing in. It goes fast. Mark will help me call that time. Uh, that's uh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Peyton Manning throws the pass at that point. All right. If you miss a question, you will lose a point. If you don't answer... You don't lose the point. All right, here we go. First of five questions. 
Who does Obi-Wan implore to not defy the Jedi Council? Alex, Qui-Gon Jinn. That's correct for a point. <laughs> Who calls the Millennium Falcon a piece of junk in? Laura. Leia. Incorrect, looking for Luke in A New Hope. All right. Who said, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside? Alex, on Solo. Correct. Fourth question. While learning to use the Force, who does Luke levitate? Laura. R2-D2. That's correct for a point. <laughs> Last question. Final question. On Hoth, what does the probe droid transmit an image of before self Alex, the shield generator. That's correct for a point. <laughs> 27, 18, coming out of the speed round. If I stand here long enough, do I get champagne? Uh, I think you do. I think that's how it works. All right, 27-18 as we go into the fifth and final deciding round. This one is for all the gold, as they would say. All right, uh, Mark, you settled back in. Good work out there. Nice gait on the walk. Thank you. Really Felt good. good. Been yeah. working out. Been doing the box jumps. Yep. Haven't been putting it on Instagram, but I've done them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, round number five. This is the round that will determine who has a Star Wars belt going forward. Does Alex retain it? Does Laura get her hands on it? Each competitor is going to give us a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you, and these numbers can range from 1 to 20. Each number corresponds to a different category of Star Wars Schmodown know-how. The first question we ask you is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. The last one, should we make it that far, is worth five points. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number five. Alex, like I said, you do have the lead currently. So we're going to get your numbers first from 1 to 20. What feels lucky, sir? I'll take 2, 18, and 7. 2, 18, and 7. All over the board from 1 to 20. Laura, what do you got? 5, 10, and 15. 5, 10, and 15. I like it. All right. Uh, Laura currently trails by nine points, but if anybody can make up that difference quickly, I believe it is that young lady. So, Laura, I'll be asking you your questions. Ken is going to be asking Alex his. Um, Laura, your two-point question is from the Jedi Order category. Jedi Order. And your question for two points. What are the first three words Obi-Wan Kenobi says to Luke Skywalker after his death? Run, Luke, run. And he did Two just points. that. Two points. <laughs> All right, so Laura inches closer. She still has a little bit of a hill to climb here, Ken. Mm -hmm. Her three-pointer, she chose category 10, which just happens to be the greatest Star Wars film of all time, Return of the Jedi. So... <laughs> All right, Laura, your question for three points. This could pull you to within four of Alex. Bausch ultimately agrees to what price for sale of Chewbacca? 35000 35000 and that's a steal. <laughs> Wookiee's 200 years old, still got a lot of mileage well, on well, that I'm Wookie. selling a Chewbacca Funka Pop for 35,000 credits right outside in the lobby if you want. To, we'll get to that in the intermission. Four points separates Laura from Alex, and Laura, you have a chance to make that ground up and give yourself a one-point lead right now if you can answer this five-point question correct. You selected number 15 in your category is planets and locations. And your question. In the film 
Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan Kenobi tells Anakin Skywalker that Jedi Master Quinlan Vos has just moved his clone troopers to where? Vos Pity. Laura Kelly Five has points. the lead in round number Six five. The lead. Exciting stuff here, Ken. You knew she wasn't going to go down without a fight, and now she has the upper hand. Alex Damon finds himself in the rarest of moments for him. He's losing to somebody. Uh, he is. He is. Uh, Laura did what she had to do, and that was an impressive round. Uh, down by one here. Alex, you chose number two for your first. I believe it was seven, Ken. I got 218 and seven. I what got 218 and seven as well. I was okay. just testing you. All right. Scott. Okay. All right. Oh, we have um, fun. Number two is the category of The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. So this would be for the victory, if Alex can get it. Who was Anakin and Shmi sold to uh, before they became the property of Watu? Gardula the Hutt. And your winner! And still, the Star Wars Movie Trivish Modem Champion of the World, Alex Damon. Alex Damon does it again. It was Gardola the Hunt. And, you know, maybe as hard as he's ever been pushed in a Star Wars trivia match Absolutely. at the hands of Laura Kelly. And I would say that champagne is well deserved. But Alex, in a position that he is all too familiar with, holding the championship belt and about to be interviewed by our own Jen Sturger. So ladies and gentlemen, as we turn it over to Jen Sturger, before, how about a big round of applause for the one, the only Miss Jen Sturger. Thank you so much, Mark. I almost wore the exact same jacket. <laughs> I, I stole it when you weren't looking from your apartment. Guys, first of all, give it up for both these competitors. That was amazing. Alex, that thing has to be getting heavy at this point. It's awkward to hold, I have to admit, but I mean, it looks good. Your show's called Star Wars Explained, right? Yep. I mean, you basically can explain this entire game to us. I mean, I, there's not, we were sitting backstage going, there's no way he's gonna miss a single question. There were a couple I was unsure of. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna need to make more Star Wars movies just so we can keep trying to stump you. Christian said backstage, he's like, I'm literally going to have to create someone in a lab to beat this guy. Uh, how did you feel about your opponent, Laura Kelly? Uh, this may have been the most nervous I've been going into a match. Uh, I watched her go against Andrew, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I know how hard she's been studying, and uh, I, I, I was scared. I'll just <laughs> say that. But what's your study process like? I mean, to commit all of this to memory. Um, we just watched the movies, and I haven't had as much time because The Mandalorian's out, Jedi Fallen Order. There's been so much that I've actually had to, like, do work for. I didn't even get to watch all the movies again, so. I, <laughs> I know. I still think a lot of us are clamoring for that ultimate match with you and Sam Witwer. Well, 
on the off chance Christian can somehow make that happen, are you ready to go against him? Because I feel like he may be the only person that might be able to go toe-to-toe with you at this point. I mean, I hear the Schmodown's coming to Atlanta, my hometown, in February. I mean, I'd love to do an Iron Man match against Sam. Just. Guys, the challenge has been laid out. Who wants to see this match? Congratulations again, Alex. Oh, absolutely unbelievable. Guys, give it up for Alex Damon. All right, Alex Damon. Giving away some Schmodown spoilers there with potential locales coming up in early 2020. But right now we go back to Jen Sturger who has Laura Kelly appropriately celebrating, I would say. Laura drawing ovations from this audience. You know, Christian discovered you on Twitter and then we saw what you could do in Chicago. What does it feel like to be playing in front of this amazing crowd here in Los Angeles? This is crazy. This is really, really awesome. I, I really, really appreciate the support. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. This is awesome to get to take on, uh, take my shot at Damon. It was really fun. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Speaking of taking shots, where's my glass? Yeah, no, we did this again. We, we've mes we messed up again and meant to bring a third and yeah, here we are, sorry. <laughs> At what point, I mean, at one point you guys were neck and neck, you missed your bonus. Um, what point did the match feel like it got away from you? You know, I wonder if maybe the bonus like set me off a little bit, but honestly, at the speed round, I was super worried about the going into it. I had a feeling that was where I was gonna probably get taken down and uh, yeah, going into it, that, that didn't help. Do you have a chance to practice with the buzzers at all? I know a lot of opponents out there do that. Yeah, yeah, no, we, ha we got some, uh, I think, ages three and up buzzers that we found online uh, and practiced a little bit with that. Uh, doing it in front of a crowd is a totally different thing, and doing it against Alex is a whole other level, so, yeah. Speaking of Alex, I mean, there had to be a lot, a lot of nerves coming into this match for you, because, uh, like I said, we haven't seen someone that can even come close to him at this point. What was your thought process in preparing for this? It was a lot of nerves, and you know, I had the same sort of thing with that Alex did. You know, we've got the Mandalorian, we've got so much going on with the Rise of Skywalker coming out. I had a, I struggled a little bit finding time to, to study up for this, so I, I'm hoping at maybe a different time of year it might be a little bit easier, but yeah, th that was definitely a struggle for me too. I love that both of you guys are like, oh my God, there's just so much Star Wars to watch and so many cool things to do in Star Wars. I just don't have time. They're actually, like I said, they're going to have to start making more movies to keep up with you guys and your knowledge because the stuff that you guys are putting out is absolutely incredible and I think I can vouch for this audience when I say that was a really enjoyable match to watch. That's great. I had a lot of fun too. We have not seen the last of you. The draft is coming up. Are there any managers out there that have been courting you really heavily? No, but Alice and I are a team and we stick together and I, I think that I'm going to probably just stick with that. That's my plan. Laura Kelly, guys. Thank you, Jen Sturger and Laura Kelly. And if I may say one thing, Kent, you hear that Lucasfilm? Jen Sturger wants more Star Wars movies, so get on it. Great match. Look, I've got to tell you, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a trepidation coming back to Star Wars because of, of Alex Damon. I know what he can do, but uh, it's, it's players like Laura Kelly. It's players like Drew DiMolanta who are uh, just making this division potentially so robust. That causes me more fear than what's at the top. But you just wrote a Star Wars book. Again, it was the 12 Monkeys. I paid them. I put them in front of a typewriter, gave them champagne, said, have at it. It's a great film directed by Terry Gilliam as well. So, Ken, as we move on to the team title match, we're still wondering what's going on yeah. with competitors. Uh, we're going to try to get that information sorted out. Luckily, we do have a fun little surprise as we continue the draft. 
the proverbial nuke that happened last year. And it is my great pleasure to announce the next three managers that will be drafting competitors into their stable in 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Schmodown Spectacular Four stage, Tom Dagnino, Roxy Stryer, and Kaiser. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, here we are again. Uh, look, early on in the season, uh, all the talk was about these two characters being manager of the year. <laughs> I forgot about a certain someone. That's me. You know, Roxy, you know, Roxy uh, she started off hot in the beginning of the season, but now she's not. Kaiser. He's got two people in this uh, competition here. And guess what's better than two? Three. <laughs> uh -huh. That being said, Bateman does what he's supposed to do, and founding fathers do what they need to do. That three will turn into three manager of the years for yours truly. So that being sprayed, you know, upon coming up the name from my squad, I ask you, what's the most powerful street in the world? That would be Wall Street. <laughs> you know, Gordon Gecko said it really, really good. Greed is good. But the motto for my squad this year is greed is great. Feast your eyes on that. I'm out of this taco stand. I'm so glad that your logo is just like you, full of bull. Stay right there for one second, because just like you always do, that entire thing was all about yourself. Greedy, like yourself, how you manage, all about you. And don't think I forgot about you. I'm just happy you showed up today. Is it because Smets is here? Because you don't show up for the rest of your players. What do I do? I manage based on my players. I make it all about them because that is what a great manager does. And this next year, I'm going after the people who have felt alone and they need a little bit of support in their life. Thank you. The people who are odd, the people who are strange, but people who are absolute rock stars. Thank you. And what do rock stars do? They win. So I look forward to playing both your loser teams next year.
Whoa, 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 whoa. Get back here, box of rocks. First of all, Tom, I'll take a order of Hunan chicken with a side of fried rice and Bateman's head on a poo-poo platter. Tom, why do you always look like you woke up in the back of a 76 Crown Vic using a Domino's pizza box for a pillow? Roxy, you, you look lovely as ever. I normally don't associate with women recently released from the Waltham Correctional Facility, but tonight I'll make an exception because you're standing next to me. I see you guys got some fun, fancy new logos. Really nice. We don't change doo-doo in the dungeon, baby. We don't need to change nothing. We ain't got, we, we never had any respect in this league. I got Smets going on a run, going through everybody except one of the greatest who ever played the game, but we, we made it, we, 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 did our, we did our thing. We're gonna take care of that tonight. We got Paul Oyama goes six and oh, goes six and oh. He beats old McMurrow for the belt, still get no respect. I asked Karloff to get some t-shirts made. It looked like I was asking to pull teeth. Well, you know what? We're gonna do things our way like we always do. We're gonna show our logo that we finally got someone hired. I don't know, they paid this guy. You know, now we got a logo. Now we got a logo. And guess what, baby? This Death Star is fully operational. All right, look at that. That was from Star Wars. That was from Star Wars. Uh, Gucci out there. I gotta tell you. I, uh, Ken, I, 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 gotta, I gotta tell you, Alice, that reminded me of the last time Roxy went to an airport hotel bar and had two old guys from the convention not letting her leave. That was pretty <laughs> hard to watch. But uh, look, uh, all three of those managers bring a lot to the league, uh, for better or worse. At least I didn't see Tom's pubic bone this time. I, yeah. I don't know. They know what they're doing. Interesting. Do they know what they're doing? That's the question. And we'll have to wait until 2020 to sort that out. And I hesitate to make this next statement, but I do kind of wish they went on for a little while.